Hi, this is audio producer Scott Moore. This show contains disturbing content that many might find triggering. Please find full content warnings on our website. Welcome, my darling, to episode three of the Blood Crow Stories. Now, hatchlings, please look at figures 3A and 7B. In 3A, you shall see that the subjects have what they call a heart. This organ pumps blood throughout their body via the cardiovascular system, and it is required to remain functional for the subjects to continue to live. And in 7B, you will see a graph resembling that of the output on your heart monitoring device. The green line represents the ideal levels during the torture. The red line indicates levels where the heart may cease to function, and the blue line indicates the bare minimum for sustainability and to produce results. The blue lines will not be tolerated. Now, let us begin. I will show you the best ways to achieve the desired results. Funeral services for the late Gary Connor will be held at St. Marin's on Tuesday. Eidolon will have cordoned off a section for fans of the beloved actor to come show their support. RBC has exclusively learned that the funeral will be a closed casket affair. It's unusual for an actor's employer to host a funeral service. However, Eidolon has told us in a statement, We treat everyone on our production as family, and our family believes Gary deserves the very best. However... The studio declined to comment on the unconfirmed rumors that the fall left Mr. Connor disfigured. Police are continuing to investigate, however- You still haven't answered the question, Richard. I was listening to that. It's important, Sam. So am I, and you're avoiding the question. What question, Sam? What, specifically, makes you so uncomfortable about me having a job? I just don't know why you need one. I mean, we're plenty comfortable as it is, right? Who said I needed it? What if I want it? You want to work. Do you think it's fun? I think it's interesting, and I could use something to do. What do you mean? I mean, let me ask you something. Have you changed your mind about having kids? Sam, no, I haven't. Why, have, have you? Is, is that what this is about? You want kids. Now. No, of course not. But we never really talked about what I'd do instead. Do I just stay home, making dinner, and cleaning the house every day? Even that leaves me a lot of free time. And you don't make it home for dinner most nights anyway. I just... I want something more in my life. So I'm not enough. No, that's not... I mean... You can love your mother and your father at the same time, you know. What? Maybe I'm not saying it right. I just... I love you. And, of course, I want to support you, but I also want you to support me. This is what I want. Isn't that enough? Oh, I guess. I... I can't be mad at you for wanting to live your life. Just... Just please be safe. Bars can be dangerous. They're no place for a woman. This one's run by a woman. I just... You know what I mean, Sam. I'm not entirely sure I do, but I will be safe. Have a good day at work, sweetheart. Fine. Will I see you when I get home? I should be working about as late as you usually do, so yes, probably. Okay. Uh, Have a good day.
Oh no, not him. I swore I would never work with him again. He's the only actor we could get on such short notice that can play opposite you. You think Barry is good enough to play opposite me? Please, he's Midaoka at best. Besides, you can't do this anyway. It's in my contract. I have veto rights. I'm afraid it's not. Actually, we renegotiated your contract last week for this new project. Your agent agreed you'd get paid for your full salary for the previous, incomplete, feature. But in exchange, we get more flexibility to find the leading man for this one. Oh, my agent is dead. Dead! I'm sure he will be. But for now, audiences haven't seen you two together in years. Can you imagine the reviews? Oh, I can see the headline now. Annoying fucking actor found brutally murdered at Eidolon Studios. Oh, fuck. I, I mean... That's enough, Darla. Did I miss someone calling break? Eh? We got a deadline, folks. Back to work. I'm... I'm so sorry. I... Okay, you're gonna have to stop complaining and do your job, sweetie. Please? Any other time, I'd have Richard handle you, but he's preoccupied. I don't have... the temperament to deal with your mood. And we have a goddamn movie to make! I've already had to reassess Jacob this morning. I don't want to have to do the same to you. You know damn well you can't do that. I'm level four, same as you. I'll do the fucking film, but don't even try to come at me like that. <laughs> All right, fine. But do me a favor and be cordial when Barry gets here. Or whatever counts as cordial with you. We'll see. Being nice isn't in my contract either. What's his problem? Apparently, <clears throat> Apparently he's in a good mood. Must be. He didn't say a word to me. He told me you got reassessed this morning. I... Yeah. Jacob, are you okay? Yeah. Of course. Honestly, I deserved it. I was out of line. I haven't been pulling my weight. That doesn't sound like you. You're usually pulling more weight than an Olympian. Yeah, but... I can always do better. So can he. Take it from me. People like Donovan will take a mile and never give you an inch. Don't spend all your time apologizing to someone who would never do the same for you. Huh. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime. Now, can you sneak me a stiff drink before Barry gets here? Sure. Hey, Jacob. Oh. Hey, May. Oh, honey, you look awful. What happened? Nothing. Really. It doesn't look like nothing. Okay. It isn't. But Darla just gave me a speech about it. Is it okay if we drop it? Sure, hun. We can talk later if you need to. Thanks. Actually, I had something else to talk about, if you've got a sec. Yeah. What's up? So, I talked with Remy, and I figured I'd talk to you, too. You know Samantha, down at the cellar? Yeah. She seems nice. What about her? Well, I was thinking about asking her out. Nothing serious. Not sure she's ready for all that, but you know, a nice dinner or something. Ah, cool. Yeah, and I know she probably won't go for it. But just in case, I wanted to ask you about it. I know... 
I know her husband's your boss and all, so I don't want to make it weird or anything. Why would it be weird? I mean, I just thought that because we... You know, Remy and I love having you over, but we never know when you're coming by, and I didn't want to surprise you or anything, and... May, who you or Remy date is your business. It's not my place to get involved. I mean, you wouldn't be asking Darla this question, would you? Well, no, but Darla's not... Not what? (laughs) I don't know anymore. You know what? Never mind. Just give us a little heads up before you decide to come by. Sure. Yeah. If I ever come by again, I'll give you a heads up. If? I swear to God, Jacob, you're so damn dense sometimes. You know that? Wait! What? What'd I say? Come on in. Mr. Montgomery, sir. Thank you for seeing me. Richard, please call me... No, continue to call me Mr. Montgomery. So how'd you enjoy the meeting last night? That's actually what I wanted to ask you about. I, uh... Well, I got the impression it was going to help with the movie somehow, but, um... Well, sir, I'm not a religious man, so I'm not sure if this... Religion? Who in God's name said anything about religion? I just thought... Richard... You came to me a week ago and passionately made your case for a movie about death. Not exactly a crowd pleaser, that idea, but you believed it was important to teach people something about what happens when we die, did you not? I don't think it's necessarily about what happens when we die, just so much as... It's not something to be afraid of. How do you know that? I beg your pardon, sir. How do you know that death isn't something to be afraid of? Well, sir, I saw a whole lot of it in the war, and... I know that people die, and the world keeps spinning. And I know that it only stops spinning if you give up. That's a hell of a reason not to fear someone else's death, but uh, what about your own? I'm just... not the kind of person to think about it. This is sort of what I mean, though. I'm not really religious, Oh, to hell with religion, Richard. We're talking about your movie here. We're talking about reality. Do you know what happens to someone after they go to sleep? They... they wake up. Right. You can know that. You can see it. You talk to them the next day, and you know they went to sleep. But now you can see with your own eyes that they are awake. Sleep didn't take them, because here they are, right in front of you. Something must happen after death, too, right? So it must be possible to see that, too. I suppose so. But... Well, I've never seen it, and seeing is believing, sir. Ah, well, that does sound like a problem. That's what your movie is about, right? If you want to send the message that death isn't something to be afraid of, maybe it's the kind of thing you should study up on. I'm sorry, what does this have to do with the meeting last night? Oh, yes, the meeting. Uh, Nothing in particular, but our little group is no church. Unless the tax man comes calling, you know? But it's not a religion. There's no mystical woo-woo mumbo-jumbo, no fake miracles and unquestionable faith in invisible friends there. We're just some people supporting each other in a cruel, cruel world. We don't ask anyone to believe anything other than what they see with their own two eyes. Ah, I see. 
We have another meeting in a couple days. I hope you'll come to that. Yes, sir. I suppose I can. Wonderful. Oh, uh, just one thing, though. Um, I'm going to need you to do an assessment. Sir? It's standard for anyone who comes after their first visit. Our group is very protective of each other. Assessments are our tool to make sure everyone is on the same page and no one's out to harm anyone else. It's nothing you should be worried about. I know you, Richard. I'm not worried. Oh. Well, okay. So, um, when should I be... We'll do it today. Just come by my office when you're done for the day. All right? Yes, sir. And Richard? Yes, sir? Knock it off with the sir. Yes, sir. Sorry, yes. Bottles go behind the bar. Glasses underneath, dear. Ah, okay. Sorry. No sorry. You're learning and no one should apologize for that. (laughs) It's just so much to learn. You put a lot of work into this place. Well, that's what you do for your kids, right? Well, so I've heard. Truth be told, I never had any of my own, so I take care of other people's. People don't stop needing care when they're grown. Do you have any of your own? Kids. No, I don't have any children. Ah, you waiting for the right time? Yeah, I guess. You guess? can't bring a child into the world on a guess. Are you sure you want to have kids? Well, Richard thinks we should... I'm sorry. Richard's not allowed in my bar. No, I know. I didn't invite him. I was just saying... But you did invite him. You see, this is not the first time, dear. I ask you a question about what you want, and you tell me what your husband wants. You invite him to speak through you in my bar. I don't mean to tell you that you can't talk about your husband when you're here at all. Of course. But you're the one I'm interested in. You're the one I'm spending time with. And if I ask you a question, it's because I want your answer. So tell me again. Do you want kids? I... I don't. Good. Good? How's that good? It means you know what you want. Pretty decisively, it seems. Most people aren't so lucky. I'm not so sure knowing what I don't want means I know what I do want. Sure it does. You know that what you want is alive without kids. That's something. I guess so. Well, do you have any idea of what you'd want to do instead? Well, right now I take care of the house. I keep everything running for my husband, but... But what? I don't think I want that either. I don't want my life to be supporting the life of someone I never see. I don't work with my husband. I feel like I work for him. Well, what would you rather be doing? I'm not sure. What's the last thing you enjoyed doing? I liked working here. Yesterday. I know it was rough, everyone was having a hard time, but I like that I can help them out. I like the excitement of learning new drinks and remembering everyone's favorites. I like getting to know them. And do you think that's enough? Is that a good thing to want? Maybe. It's a good thing to do right now, but I'm not sure it's what I want to do for the rest of my life. And what do you want to do for the rest of your life? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. Well, pick something. What? I... I can't. You can't? Well, it's just a huge decision. All right, let's try something smaller. What drink do you want tonight? Maybe a dark and stormy? And how about that for the rest of your life? Dark and stormies and nothing but for the rest of your life. Wait, no. That's not what I meant. I don't want... You seem pretty sure that it's possible to make a decision right now about what you want to do for the rest of your life. If that's true, why can't you pick something simple, like a drink? 
Because what I want might change. I might want to drink something different. Oh? So, maybe you could have a dog and stormy tonight, but something different a few years down the road. Yeah. I... I guess I could. Well then, I think we can help you get what you want for now. And when the future comes around, we can ask that Samantha what she wants then. I think I see why your kids like you. (laughs) Well, that and my drinks are cheap. (laughs) (laughs) I can't fucking believe you. Remy, I don't know what you want me to say. And I want you to explain why we can't see Gary at the service. And why I had to hear about this from the news. And why, in God's name, is this studio handling the service in the first place? Look, if you know a single member of Gary's family I can pass this off to, I'm all ears. He gave his life to this fucking job. I don't think he even had a girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, he had loads of girlfriends. And a few boyfriends, too, but... I I mean, you're right. No one I'd really call next of kin. Okay, but but still, whose whole idea was it for the studio to handle the funeral? Mine. Once I got Donovan to sign off on it. Donovan didn't want to sign off? I don't think Donovan wants to do anything that doesn't directly make him money. I I don't trust him, Richard. Name one person who does. No, I'm... I mean, look, he was the last person seen with Gary. What? The night that Gary died, Donovan closed the set down early. He sent us all home, but he kept Gary late. Next thing we know, Gary's dead. Wait. Donovan shut the set down. Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I think he may have... You think he what, Remy? I don't don't know, okay? But I don't think Gary's death was an accident. (sighs) You think Donovan killed him? I don't know. Maybe not? But I saw his body. He didn't look like he fell, Richard. He looked like he was attacked or something. Donovan has a hard time with the stairs. His heart's too weak to handle listening to Gary, much less fighting him. I don't think he could have killed the man. I mean, I guess you're right. Still don't feel good about all this. You're grieving. I've done it. I've watched people die, too. It's never easy. But just... Try to focus on mourning for him right now, okay? (laughs) All right. And if you could check on the set while you head out, that'd be great, too. Yeah, sure thing. Jacob, see me in my office when you wrap for the day. I need to talk to you about Donovan. And what can I get for you, mister? Your your energy is all wrong. I beg your pardon. It's sort of misty, cloudy, not very focused at all, which is strange for someone with such a strong personality. Well, for one thing, I don't think anyone's ever told me I have a strong personality. And for another, I asked what you'd like to drink. Really? 
No one's ever told you that. Hmm. 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 Maybe you're not living consistently. Excuse me? Malcolm, what have I told you about hawking your wares here? Sam, don't listen to a word this man says. He comes in here to sell stuff every once in a while. He'll have a Mai Tai and absolutely no more of your time. I am not trying to sell anything other than a wholesome spirit. So you keep saying, but that's Sam's job here, not yours. And I know a sales pitch when I hear one. So, a Mai Tai? <laughs> she knows me so well. Yes, a Mai Tai would be wonderful. I don't... I don't think I've seen him in here before. Oh, he's always here. Or he's never here. One or the other. I guess he's here now. Hannah approves of him. That's all anyone needs to come and go as they please. Everyone seems to love Hannah here. I got a bit of a glimpse into why earlier. Oh? Did she give you some sage advice that made you second-guess everything you've ever known about yourself? Something like that. She made me think about what it is I want. Is that right? What kind of things are you rethinking? I'm not sure. Just life at home. Life with my husband. Not that I don't love both, but it's all I've ever known. I never had the opportunity for much else. I wouldn't have even known where to start. I mean, I never even knew a place like this existed. Oh, sweetheart. Well, every day is a chance to start fresh. What's something you've always wanted to try, but never had the chance to? I'm not sure. But I've been thinking about what you said recently. About you and Remy. My husband works late hours, and I'm alone so often. I love him to pieces, but he's very traditional. I don't think I could ever do what you do, but I've been wondering, and... Don't ever say you can't do anything. You don't have a lot of time on this earth, and there's no point living under a rock waiting for someone else to tell you that you can come out. If you think you have an opportunity to experience new things, find new loves, or live the life you want, you shouldn't run from it. At least... That's what Hannah's taught me. Maybe you're right. Maybe so. Listen, Sam, I was wondering... Has anyone seen Jacob? Remy? No, he's not here. I thought he was still at the studio with you. No, they wrapped like an hour ago. I figured he'd be coming straight here. Well, what's going on? I just... I just need to talk to him, okay? Something's not adding up about Gary. My love, are you still on this? I know it's hard, but you need to accept that he's dead. I, I do accept it. This isn't about pretending he's not dead. I'm, I'm telling you, Donovan's giving me the creeps. His story doesn't add up, and I seem to be the only one interested in figuring out why. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby, calm down. It's okay. Listen. You're right. You're right. We should be taking this more seriously. I'm sorry. You're you're one of the smartest people I know, and I have every reason to trust you. I'm not sure I'm convinced anything malicious happened, but if you do, then maybe we can come up with a way to find out for sure. Thanks, May. I really needed to hear that right now. I just... I just don't... I don't want to deal with this alone. And we won't make you, I promise. I know this isn't really my business, 
But if there's anything I can do to help, I'm here too. You're painfully kind. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I'm, I'm just not really sure what to do from here. The funeral is tomorrow, right? Maybe we can look around then. If you're right that he didn't look like he fell, maybe we can find out then. Okay. I, I think in the meantime, I'm going to go track down Jacob. I still need to talk to him. I, I don't know. Maybe he's back at the studio. Yeah, run down there and check. If he's not there, come back and I'll get you a drink, okay? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Come on in, Richard. So glad you could make it. Sorry I'm a little late. I had to deal with a Gary problem. Gary? I should hope he's not causing any problems anymore. No, sir. It's just some of the crew... Well, they're worried, sir. One's even getting the crazy idea that his death wasn't an accident. Look, the last thing we need right now is the police turning the studio into a murder investigation. Don't worry, though. I'm dealing with it. Well, you're a good man, Richard. I'm glad you're on top of this. That gives me, that gives me more time to focus on what needs to be done. Like your assessment. I'm still not clear on what this is, sir. It's nothing special, just a little question-and-answer session. I'd like to get to know everyone who joins our little group. Just sit right there. All right. Now I'm going to put this little gizmo on your arm. Sound good? What is it? Ah, it just measures your heart rate. Nothing to worry about. Though it will help me tell if you're being honest. I really want to get to know you, Richard. It'll go a lot more smoothly if we know we can trust each other. Here, I'll even have one on, too. Um, sure. All right, Richard, I want you to relax. Since this is your first time, I'm going to walk you through this. Just answer the questions honestly, without hesitation, and everything should go smoothly. Does that make sense? I think so. Yes or no, Richard? Oh, yes. Good. What is your name? Sir? What is your name, for the record? Right. My name is Richard Franklin Davis. How old are you? Thirty-three. Are you sitting in a chair? Yes. Are you wearing a black sports coat? Yes. When was the first time you killed a man? When I... Sir? Richard, I'm going to give you one more chance at this, but you can't keep hesitating. It throws off the readings. This is your first assessment, so I can give you one pass. But if you hesitate again, we'll have to start over. Answer the questions immediately, answer them honestly, and don't second-guess me. You understand? Yes. At what age did you lose your virginity? When I was 18. What did you do? I had relations in the back seat of my father's Cadillac. What was her name? It wasn't a her. What was his name? Billy. How many times did you have sex with Billy? I... Start over. At what age did you lose your virginity? <sighs> 18. Who did you have sex with? Billy Freeman. How many times did you have sex with Billy Freeman? Four. Did you enjoy having sex with Billy Freeman? I... did. Did Billy Freeman enjoy having sex with you? I think he... Start over. <sighs> when did you first kill a man? In the army. I said when did you first kill a man in the army? August 1942, sir. Why did you kill a man in the army in 1942? So he wouldn't kill me. You killed him out of self-defense? I killed him because it was war, sir. He was a Nazi. But you enjoyed it? I didn't enjoy the war. You enjoyed killing? I didn't. That wasn't a question. Oh. 
Did you enjoy killing Nazis in the war? Start over. <sighs> when did you have sex with Billy Freeman? When I was 18. What year was that? 1938. Would you have sex with Billy Freeman again? I'm married. I didn't ask if you were married, Richard. I asked, would you have sex with Billy Freeman again? Yes. Would you kill a man again? No. Why not? The war's over. You only killed during a war? I only killed Nazis. Did you kill a lot of Nazis? Yes. Do you miss killing Nazis? Yes. Did you like killing Nazis? Yes, I did, sir. You did what? I loved killing Nazis. Well, that was good, Richard. That was very good for your first time. Thank you, sir. You can go now. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You just wanted to know about who I've had sex with and the people I've killed? <laughs> I wanted to know you, Richard. And I feel like I know you a little better now. But don't you feel a little more known? I, um, suppose I do. Does your wife know any of what you just told me? No. You're... you're not gonna tell anyone about this, are you? Richard, your secrets are safe with me. That's the entire point of this exercise. Now, go home to your wife. I'm sure she's worried sick about you. Yeah. Probably. Hello? Anyone here? Remy! Hey! Hey, Remy, what the hell are you still doing here? Uh, Donovan! Yeah, hi. I, um, I left my purse. <laughs> the purse you're holding? Yes. <laughs> That's the one. I found it, and now I am ready to go. Well, then who are you calling for? Oh, um, no one. It's just, uh, it's just quiet in here, you know? I, I never really hear it so quiet. <laughs> Hello? Anyone here? <laughs> yeah, the echoes. Echoes are nice. I see. Well, I should be, uh, you know. Remy! Uh, J Jacob! Oh, uh, yeah, hi! I, I didn't know you were here, so good to see you. It is? Yeah, of course, you big goof. <sighs> Does everyone here work late? On the days off? Just following your example, sir. <laughs> well, I've got a meeting to get to. Lock down the soundstage when you're done, will you? Yes, sir. God, I'm so glad you're here. Is everything okay? Yeah, just kind of shaking now. Donovan gives me the frickin' creeps. Yeah. I think he has that effect on everyone. But what are you doing here so late? I was looking for you, actually. Uh, I need to talk to you about, um, about Gary. Again? Yes, again, Jacob. I was talking with May, and we kind of... Is she still pissed off? No, why would she be... Look, I still think there's something off about this, and I wanted you to help me look around where Gary died. Remy, you know I care a lot about you, but I can't risk getting on Donovan's bad side again. Not so soon. Can we please talk about this later? <laughs> Seriously? Right when I need you? Look, I can keep the set open for you. Take a look around if it helps. But... I just can't be caught snooping around behind Donovan's back again, okay? Yeah, fine. Here are the keys. Just... Please don't lose them, okay? I'm not gonna get you in trouble, Jacob. Jeez, just... Look, if I find something, will you please believe me? I already do. I always believe in you. I'm just... 
scared. I get it. All right. Look, head back to the storm cellar. See you in a bit. Okay. See you soon. A poor boy. He's going to be the death of himself. All right. So, Gary supposedly fell over here. God, they haven't even torn down the balcony set yet. Okay, but if he... No, but if he fell forward, then how could he... Jacob? Is that you? <laughs> Jacob, what the hell, man? If you want to go, then just go. But if you don't need to... What the fuck? Bloodcurse Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 4, Eidolon, is written by Eric Ravenscraft. Sound production by Scott Moore and Foley production by Zachary Vardo and Nikki. Our cast includes David Benedict, Ellie Collins, Trevor Garner, Laura Hauser, Evan Ivey, Randy Mack, Judson Ragsdale, Eric Ravenscraft, Joe Ravenson, Tyler Sutherland, Emily Thomas, Amanda Van Heil, Daniel Van Heil, and Zachary Vado. The Blood Crow Stories is recorded at ARTC Studio with assistance from Atlanta Radio Theatre Company. You can find their own audio dramas at artc.org. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or the podcast app of your choice. Follow us on Twitter at TBCSPodcast. Facebook at facebook.com slash Stories, and Instagram at Stories. Learn more about our show at www.thebloodcrowstories.com If you like what we do and want to support our show, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Stories. Thank you. Now rest, sweet subject.